America Ferreira, it's the Sea Barnacle Show. It's me, Switzerland Monroe, and Ripley with an eye. So, how you doing this? I'm doing okay. I'm just hanging in there, just like everyone else. Yeah, I feel that. You got to make yourself seem normal to the masses, even though you're not one ordinary Ripley, because you just cooked some of the most amazing sausages out there. What was those? Uh... Jalapeno cheddar. Jalapeno cheddar, venison, and garlic. I forget what kind of cheese and pork. Hmm. I mean, that pork one was all right, but that was just something just so special about that jalapeno cheddar venison. Like, it melted in your mouth. You let it get a little bit more charred. So it had some of the edges had that crispiness to it. Yeah. Oh, it was so succulent. It just, mm. you know, if you cook, if you cook it right, the outside is like a crispy crunch, and the inside is like juicy. So, where did you get those sausages from? I have no idea. Oh, so you just were they bequeathed upon you? <laughs> yeah, one was given to me. The other one was from Whitehurst Heritage. Nice. So see, see, so one was from Whitehurst Heritage and the other one was bequeathed upon you. <laughs> exactly. I, I like saying that word, just, bequeathed. It was dropped from the sky, literally fell out of a plane into my lap. Wow. That sounds painful and lucky at the same time. And it was like, bang, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to grill these sausages on the propane grill, and we're going to have them before we shoot our episode of the Sea Barnacle Show. That way we can tell everyone how incredible it was, especially what was that, uh, that chutney and the tamarind? You like mix those together, right? Yeah, the tamarind and the red chili chutney. That's the Indian food. It's really good. It had like a a slight sweetness to it it was crazy because it wasn't sweet but it like it like kind of had like a little sweetness you know what i mean the spicy yes, and sweet. it was, it was spicy awesome. and sweet it's yes. so good and it's like oh man and i didn't think it was going to taste that good with the sausage like that because it's like the, the sausage already kind of had a kick to it yeah but then here you come with this the chutney and and the tamarind mixed together and it's like it was like a match made in heaven Whereas that other, what was the other stuff you had? The spicy mayonnaise? What yeah, the sriracha mayonnaise. Oh, the sriracha mayonnaise. Okay. It was cool. It, it worked with the garlic. It was and, all right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, like the, I think you have to, it was just the wrong kind of consistency. I think regular mayo would have been fine. Agreed. I think maybe some mustard. I kind of. Like how it mustard had mustard, clicked with that. Yeah, mustard's definitely the way to go with sausage. Mustard, like a high mustard barbecue sauce. Mm. Like that that chutney, you take that next time, I'll like get aluminum foil and then you kind of like glaze it on there. It's so good. Oh, snap. <laughs> Talking about glazing the sauce. And it oh, turns into shit. like this like crispy, like sugary outside. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. And then you can just chop it up and do what you need to do, or you can put it on the uh, on a hot dog bun if you want to have you a super sausage dog. Like, ooh, I can just picture it now. Yeah, yellow mustard. I love yellow mustard. 
I mean, the sp- some sometimes the spicy brown, and you know, it can it can do the job. It just yeah. depends. I mean, on... any mustard, but I'm just saying that I'll prefer yellow. And then you had me try. Speaking of mustard, because my brain thought honey mustard for a second. So you have honey. Yeah. Sage honey. Sage honey. Sage infused honey. Right. Oh my yeah. god. That. That was delicious. It's something that I could totally see having on some toast in the morning or, you know, like a bagel or something or like a biscuit. I I really enjoy honey. um, And it's good to be able to get different types. Like, yeah, honey's cool, like regular honey. But there's something about since you introduced me to the different types, like the wildflower honey. Like I've had wildflower honey before, but not quite like that. And not not like how the Thai basil when you, you you had that time that we got, yeah. And uh, the the uh, one that we had to the sage, just each one unique unto themselves, yeah. but still delicious. And I just I can't get enough of that stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to do like a citrus infused with lemon balm, oh, honey next time. Infusing different things in the honey is awesome. Speaking of honey, what's related is you got a bunch of bees with that big brick of beeswax and stuff. Like, what are you going to do with that? Are you going to do like uh, I suggested and make some like balm or something with the lemon balm? I'll probably do some of that, but I want to just make it into candles. Candles. Oh, yeah. Those candles that you that you made those few times. Are you going to try to make them in the Topo Chico? Yeah. Topo Chico. The cut Topo Chico bottle. Topo Chico. That's pretty cool. Okay, got to bring that back, and you get the real beeswax in there, and that. And do you know what type of uh, scents you're gonna use this time around? No, I'll I'll just like pick them randomly and just pour them in there. And you're gonna spin a wheel. I just imagine you having like a wheel. You just spin it. It has a bunch of different scents on there, and whatever it lands on, that's what you go with. I like lavender and vanilla, cinnamon. Leather is not bad. Citrus is pretty cool too. I like all. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't had a bad candle unless it's just like a really shitty quality candle. <laughs> Man, lavender and vanilla. I like that together. It reminds me of this ice cream I had when I was in San Diego. That was purple, and I've never had since then. <sighs> it's the ice cream they got away. But I like the different scents and the ideas. Uh, I remember that one I got that was like cinnamon, but it was a bizarre color. It was like blue and cinnamon. I was like, what the hell are you trying blue to Blue cinnamon. What the hell are you trying to pull here? The shenanigans. <laughs> but it was good. Um, still using it. And then the other one uh, that, that I got from you, I'm definitely using that one too. It, the, the, the smell, it just radiates a fragrance that's just going to make you smile and just hug you and carry you off into the light. Like, I, I just love it. Can't wait to see what you got uh, next time when you get into that. Because I'm sure, I mean, I've seen beeswax before. Like I told you, it didn't look like that. What's 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 unique about that beeswax? Like, where'd you get that beeswax from? Prime bees in College Station. Oh, nice. Was that at a market? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Also, how much? Like, how how big is that? Like, it's a pound. It's a pound. I thought so. I've gotten beeswax before, and usually it's like a a light yellow color. It's that's, like twenty five bucks, I think. 
really that was yeah yeah see the other ones i've gotten have been way cheaper and i wonder why that is it's kind of kind of bizarre and it smelled different like that smelled natural the ones that i've gotten before they were not natural so i think it's important to make sure if you're going to get these products to make other products for yourself for other people that you have the ingredients that actually are natural or that actually won't harm people or be or just there just for filler i've noticed that with trying to make soap yeah and stuff like that, that a lot of the soap that they have is cheap. And it's just all fragrance. Yeah, and it's all like <laughs> filler and it's not actually soap. Yes, exactly. So I thought someone was like, it's what is that? It's fragrance. <laughs> that's it. The type of stuff that makes your skin be irritated. I mean, I thought to myself, how could I find something better than that? So you got to dig deeper if you're going to be doing things like that. And it's good to see that you're getting products like that. I guess I could also do like a beeswax soap. Mm, A beeswax soap. With lemon basil. With lemon basil? Mm. Yeah. I like the smell of the lemon basil. Anything that smells kind of citrusy anyway. It's just something about that citrusy type smell that just makes you feel like you're actually all clean, right? Yeah. That's the next step in the... In the Ripley re- uh, repertoire, you're going to have a whole line of soaps and candles and bandanas and underwear and hats. And on the back of the underwear is going to be a picture of your face, like that serious face that you do. Yeah, that one. The one that you're making down that no one can see. <laughs> so I think we should talk about some stuff today um there's a lot going on i mean it's gonna be the inauguration pretty soon uh do you think any shenanigans is gonna happen leading up to that yeah they're gonna aliens are gonna come down (laughs) and kidnap the president Which one? The leaving president or? Both of them. (laughs) And then they're going to have like an intergalactic boxing match in the moon. (laughs) So so all the aliens are going to have them up there boxing to be gambling their particular types of monies. And yeah, it's going to come out holding up a sign around one. I can see that. Hmm. Are they going to broadcast it or it would only be broadcast up there? Because that would be a shame. I would love to see. See the former president and the president-elect come blow to blow to duke it out to see who really is the intergalactic champion of the old people. Hopefully nobody breaks the hip. Oh, we could talk about how in basketball, James Harden got traded to the Nets. That was... That was a big deal. I've seen a lot of people be very, very angry and say all sorts of mean things to him <laughs> and about him. Even Shaq got in on it. Yeah, everyone's hating on Harden right now. What do you think about all of it? Um, They're all terrible. <laughs> Houston, oh. <laughs> Houston's bad. Everything's terrible. Harden is a party dude. I think they all just, it was just never going to work ever. So do you think it's going to work with him out there? 
Probably not. <laughs> you don't think he's going to clean up his act and try to win the championship? I mean, uh, probably. I mean, they'll be forced to because he's not the best player on the team anymore. I think he's going to defer to KD. KD's the best player on the team, so. And Kyrie's fucking on some other shit right now, so. There's no telling where that's clearly that's gonna go, but I I've seen a couple of the game the they played the Spurs twice in that first game they did good the second game they did good too they just didn't win that's not a bad thing they're still not pieces they still don't have all the pieces together I think once they gel the team was not gonna be bad they'll they'll probably make the playoffs I don't see them making a lot of noise but I'm I feel positive about the future and I don't feel that it is a bullet train straight to hell like. With the Texans. I I just got this uh, Bleacher Report notification talking about that uh, Deshaun says that he wants out of Houston. And I'm like, is that accurate? Like, are these people just making things up because they don't have anything else to talk about? Or do you think he actually wants out? Probably both. Probably both. Probably <laughs> both. And the crazy thing is, it's it's hard because on the one hand I don't blame him for wanting to be out because they're terrible. Yes, and I'm sure he's upset because he felt like they lied to him, and I'm upset because why is it that everybody that they hire used to be a Patriot? Stop fucking trying to be the Patriots. You're not the Patriots. You're the Texans. Stop it. Go your own way. Figure it out yourself. Stop getting these shitty people. That's the whole point of them being on the pages is because they all worked as pieces of the puzzle. If you take one out, no one's better than anybody else. You get just a generic-ass person, and then you're stuck with them. Haven't you learned your lesson after all of these years of chasing all of these Patriot players and staff members and coaches? It doesn't work. It's never going to work. Stop trying. Stop it. You're embarrassing yourself. So, God. all you have to do is listen to what he's saying and sit down and talk to him. Nobody fucking likes Jack Easterby at all. At all. Did I mention at all? So, you need to listen to your fans, Cal McNair, and stop being a fucking dipshit or a douche, douche canoe. If that fits better there. And listen to your fans and they're not happy. And your quarterback, because he's not happy about this either. You like you're telling him things and you're changing it and you're saying all this bullshit that doesn't really mean anything, but it sounds good, but not really. You're gonna alienate your whole fan base. And I'm hearing that they're talking about trading JJ White. Like that's highly likely. And I mean, I don't blame that either. I'd rather him go somewhere and have a chance because this is a fucking dumpster yeah. fire. I feel I feel bad for all the players that for Houston. And well, the thing is, is Deshaun has a no trade clause, so he, so they would have to like mutually agree to a trade. Although playing devil's advocate, I want to say that. Um, he did sign that contract like recently, knowing how horrible it was going to be in the future. <laughs> but I guess he didn't anticipate it being this bad. I don't know. Just don't go to the 49ers. I fucking hate the 49ers. <laughs> no, I think it's all just 
speculation just to see like you know what could happen or whatever or there's no way Deshaun's going anywhere else. I mean, it'd be stupid. They gotta bring somebody. They gotta get this. Like I mean, they gotta get this man an O line. Bring this man some help and a defense to be able to make make do to like hold him down and be the support system he really needs instead of being a bunch of fucking pushovers. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, Deshaun is a step up and take the reins and tell people what to do and start bossing people around. Start sending people like how the Jaguars are going to do since they got Urban Meyer as their head coach. We're going to get signed by the Jags left and right. I feel like everybody got better in their vision except except us. We've been going in a downward direction. It's getting worse every year. Just more and more worse and looking more and more trash and embarrassment. Every single one of our teams, even with the Astros, because George Springer's probably leaving. Yeah. Like uh Correa and a bunch of other guys didn't sign their the contracts that they got. So it's like what what more can be done? So I would think that a lot of the organizations in Houston need to take a look inward and see what is it that we're doing. Stop Maybe they're just being too cheap and trying to cut corners. Well, yeah, it's all about making money. They don't they don't care about winning. <sighs> Which is so sad because you're going to alienate so many of your fans. And that's just a shame because we have championship caliber teams that we have had that, and it just doesn't seem – and nothing comes to fruition from that. And yeah. it's frustrating – it really is, but with this Texan shit, you better be careful because you're gonna fucking incite riots and Texans like we we're not playing about this shit. <laughs> like you you better get it to get it together. Yeah, apparently Jack Easterby is getting death stri- death threats. <laughs> That's because Jack Easterby is terrible. Like he should quit himself. He really just needs to quit. <laughs> so like, the whole the whole front office just needs to quit, including the owner. <laughs> he should sell the team. Yes. Sell all, the team. All the players should pull their money together and buy the team. Like all the NFL players. And then <laughs> the Houston Texans will be the NFL players team. We should do that, but maybe in a more sensible way. Like how Green Bay, how the city of Green Bay owns owns the team. I wish it was like that with us. What if we owned the Texans and then that's how we were able to get revenue? Like that'd be dope. But that's never gonna happen. There's, there's too no many way. too many greedy people and there's too much money to be made out here in these Texas slash Houston. Houston's streets. government is terrible. <laughs> there's nothing that'd be that'd be awful. <laughs> All right. I guess it's time for a commercial break. We'll be back after this. Once upon a time, there was a whole family. And they decided they were so lonely. They all got together, but it was up with. Flipped the whole truck and winded up in a ditch. Tune in on Sundays at 7 p.m. to listen to the Fool Billies. Wow, what a stupid commercial. 
but we're back. Hey, don't make fun of them. They pay us $2,000 a word. <laughs> I'll make fun of them if I want to. And as long as they keep putting stupid things in between our segments, I'm going to comment on how stupid they are. So let's move forward. Um, There's so many things to talk about. I mean, I think we covered some of the basics. We gave you some ideas of places to get snacks, Houston and Texas-wise, when we talked about the College Station uh, market. I mean, there's always markets you can go to in different parts. I like to go to markets on Saturdays. I mean, I don't know. What what days do you prefer? Yeah, the Sunday Heights Mercantile is pretty cool. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. You can get out there and take your dog and be fancy. Like you said, lots of people take their dogs to be seen with their dogs, right? Yeah, that's all farmer's markets. They're all dog shows. Yeah, that shit. I don't do that. My dog doesn't like other dogs enough for me to warrant doing that. <laughs> so it's whatever. But it, it, Yeah, it's kind of sad sometimes because some dogs are really poorly behaved. Not my dog. She already knows. She knows what time it is. So we got the markets. We talked that. Houston and stuff like that. We talked sports a little bit. Houston sports. So that's two out of the normal things that we do on this type of show. Um, we even slightly sort of talked a little politics. So I hear that they got some... Um, what are you watching lately? Are you watching anything? Nowadays, or are you too busy to watch stuff? A lot of The Simpsons. Now you're telling me you watch the classic stuff. Uh, yeah, the old stuff. Do you have a particular episode that's your favorite? There's so there's like literally so many of them that are so good, but the one that I remember the most is when they got. Uh, Santa's a little helper the first episode. Really? So the Simpsons yeah. rushing over open flame. Yeah. So out of all the episodes that you could remember and say in this particular time, you chose that one. The one yeah. of the more serious, like not even the real Simpsons. Yep. It's the best one. But it's not even this is when it was like Bart Show, sort of. The Bart Show. The Bart Show. Nothing wrong with the Bart show, but it didn't get to me. It didn't become classic until it became like more Homerish, you know, like when he became a real the funniest character before he got like turned into jerk ass Homer. Yeah. Yeah. He was actually like awesome. He meant well. That's pretty cool. It's like before when they got. I think they do every, every, I guess to let you know how long the show has been on to the point where you can sit there and, and break yeah. them off into sections of how the characters are. Like you had young Lisa who was irritated. Then you had annoying ass Lisa. Then you had like pretentious super bitch Lisa. Like I don't like Lisa. I just she's got an annoying so much over the years to the point where if there's a Lisa centric episode. I'm probably not even going to watch it. Yeah. It's super cringy and annoying, but it's still pretty funny. Like making fun of like the, uh, self rice. It's uh, SJW, if you will. 
I've been watching a lot of old stuff. I told you earlier, I was watching uh, watching the Rugrats. It was on Hulu, so I caught a couple of the early seasons before it got too babyish and it went made it like weak. I liked the first couple of seasons when it was real and Angelica was a little demon child and screaming all the time. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for a voice actress, though, because you know she had to scream all the time. You know that's killer in your throat. So she was talking like Gertrude after that. <laughs> but I'll say, I don't know. Did you ever watch those, like Rugrats and all that stuff? Oh, totally. That was my favorite show growing up. Well, maybe, I liked Angry Beavers maybe a little I like, bit more. I liked Angry Beavers as well. Yeah, the regrets. I like the older ones where it's more serious because they were more like, yeah, they would confuse things that were literal. But I liked that they talked and they could say things and they would communicate. They didn't talk like babies ish. Like they would say baby words, but they didn't say like diapy and oh, spiky and like like later on after the movie, I was like, what the hell is this crap? But it was to watch this dribble. I heard that the lady that made the show, uh, Arlene Klasky, she envisioned it being uh, more babyish, and that they created the character Angelica later on, and she didn't like the character, and that's why they toned her down later on. And then, you know, also the dude who created it, I think, left to go make Recess. Which is funny. Recess was hilarious. I think... At the time it was on, I was about that age, so it made it made it even funnier. It was a lot what I was going through because I was, you know, going to public school and stuff like that at that time, at least. And then just like the little hierarchies they had, that stuff was extreme, but it was funny, like having kings, King Bob, and all of that. But it's hard King to decide. King Bob. <laughs> Of the jungle gym. Which was kind of weird because he was a sixth grader. And it was like lots of the schools during that time didn't have like sixth grade was part of middle school. I wonder. I don't know. He's dumbass. It's <laughs> got left behind. Well, no, they had it. It was like they had sixth graders. They were kings. And then you, after that, you left and you went to like seventh grade. But I mean, they do make changes like that because in. Sometimes they would break off for high school. They would go to eighth grade, and then you have your ninth grade school, and then you'd have like 10th, 11th, or 12th. But I'm guessing that's to stop pregnancies. <laughs> and I guess I could talk this cartoon stuff all day. Are you still playing your Call of Duty shits? Call of Duty? Mm-hmm. Counter-Strike. And yeah. All of that? Yeah. It's been pretty cool. It's it's hard sometimes living out in the middle of nowhere to get a good connection, but it's been good. Speaking of connections and stuff, we should talk about the fact that you got these brand new mics. Like you got these wireless mics and shit over here. That's that's really cool. Yeah, we could be using them right now, and you would never know. Wink, wink. <laughs> so that means that in the future we could have you know we have guests it will be easier to have them use that and then instead of trying to hook up all of these different angles to get the mic holders to be in our faces you can have someone just sit there and hold it like you did that episode before yeah exactly (laughs) 
So what kind? Where did you get these mics from? Amazon. Again, huh? Nice. Amazon seems to have Amazon seems to have these uh, mics left and right, huh? So they're made by some random Chinese company named Toner. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean they're pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, what's so bad about them? But they're only a hundred bucks, and the good. The good mics are usually like five hundred dollars. So yeah, and what the fuck that? <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. So, so I think what we were talking about that we kind of wanted was was about what are we looking for? Like, what types of things in the future do you think holds for the C Monaco show? What sorts of things have we not covered? But you're like, all right, we need to cover these things. Why have we talked about this? Hot dog aliens. <laughs> hot dog aliens. Aliens and hot dog uh, remains. I don't know. Sarcophagus of hot dogs from Alien Overlord. Sarcophagus hot dogs. It makes Sarcophagus. Me, it makes me think... Sarcophagi. Like, if you took hot dogs and then wrapped them with yeah, bacon and fried them, and you can call those like hot dog mummies, man. mummy dogs, and you can stick them in a hot dog, and it could be like sarcophagus dogs, and you could put stuff on them. I don't know, pickles or your spicy brown mustard and yep, lamb chops, and, and eat the corpse with lamb chops. Uh, wait. What? Why are we eating corpses? <laughs> How do we get from there to corpses? <laughs> That's no, 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 no. I'm not. No. Well, I mean, I guess if we're eating animals, are we technically eating the corpses? Yeah, I didn't say what kind of corpse it was. <laughs> it's not a human corpse, is it? Or is a corpse specifically referring to a human? I don't know, cause I've heard of the term. Was it carrion or? And I've heard cadavers. So, I don't know. I think of corpse in general. I just think of a dead body, not necessarily of a person, just of something. So, what corpse were you were you thinking of? He said with a smile. Armadillo. (laughs) You ever eaten armadillo Armadillo, before? Oh man. I know you can eat them. You ever had one before? What? Have you ever eaten one before? Apparently, you can eat them. They they have leprosy. They do give, they? Yeah, they give people leprosy. You can't cook it out of it. You can't cook the leprosy out. No, <laughs> leprosy is stronger than boiling water. What if you like grilled it or like smoked it? Could you smoke it out? No, the only way to kill leprosy is to avoid it. So don't eat armadillos. Well, how am I going to fulfill my goal of eating different types of mammals? You can get leprosy if you want. I don't want to get leprosy. <laughs> well, might be impossible then. Ah, crap. Well, that's because people like to eat it like the liver of 
armadillos in ceviche in South American countries. That's why they tend, which is like the main source of what leprosy is. And you're chopping it up and make ceviche in it. It eat your raw. <laughs> no wonder. Well, I guess I can scratch that off the list of animals I can eat. Damn it. I'll just have to find something to replace it with. Any suggestions? Skunk. You know, I saw a dead skunk on the way over here. On the side of the road. Uh, nah. I don't need. All I can think about is that burnt pussy smell that it has. So I'm not trying to like. Let's go to France and eat a horse. Mm, I don't. I don't know if I want to eat a horse. That makes me feel some sort of way. Even though I saw a dead horse today. <laughs> yeah, I know you've kind of flexed you up. You've been you've been talking about it. What color was the horse? Brown. Mm, I seen a dead horse before too but it's been a long time a long time wait was this because this horse got annihilated executed exterminated i have no idea what happened to this horse we'll have to find out next week all right what a dark way to end this episode but i guess it all good things must come to an end so from us at the sea monica show it is switzerland monroe and ripley with an eye see you muddy buddies next time myself i'm so hungry today where can i go find something to eat and i watered my way all the way down and ended up at cack and poppy and i was saying that they have some delicious cack and poppies but that wasn't the only reason i was there they have a new challenge called the santa monica challenge that's where you eat 30 buckets of cack and poppies in under 45 minutes otherwise they come and kick you in the balls and let me say it really hurt so come on down to Cocky Poppies. But what what if you're a woman? Well then kick you with your girl balls. Cack and Pappy. Fuck yeah. <laughs>